Howard Lindzen is the founder and general partner at Social Leverage. All opinions expressed by Howard and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of Social Leverage or Stock Twits. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for decisions. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. Whoa, Monday, March 16th, and we're going to zero, Dow zero. We're almost there. Do you care? I do. You do? Of course I care. Okay, that's very nice of you. Um, I care. I'm bleeding money. You can see just not much you can do in a panic. I can see it coming out of your pores. Yeah. The uh, only thing I can do is panic with friends. Oh, good idea for a show. We have a busy day because it is a panic day. We've got Ben Hunt. We've got Shannon McClay. We've got Fred Wilson. We're going to have Yoni from Israel. So we've got diverse set of opinions that we're cramming in and running over the next week or so. Um, these are great entrepreneurs or investors or money managers or venture capitalists that we are friendly with and uh, chose to panic with them while everybody else panics. So um, before we get started, I'm going to do an ad. What do you think, Knut? I think it's a good idea. Let's do it. For one of our portfolio companies. So we're not selling ads. We might as well talk about our portfolio companies at Social Leverage. Uh, Today's show brought to you by Coifin. It's one of our portfolio companies. If you want to track and analyze what's happening in the current market turmoil, Coifin is for you. It's a web-based platform that lets you analyze stocks, ETFs, mutual funds, and other assets all in one place. I use it every day. It's open right now while I do my interviews and work. Uh, you're going to love it. Coifin has a ton of high-quality data, powerful functionality, and a clean interface. For now, best part, free. You can sign up at www.coifin.com. That's K-O-Y-F-I-N.com. Knut, let's get Ben Hunt on the phone. Mm, sounds good. We're going to talk about narrative. Hey, Howard. Ben Hunt. How are you, man? Come panic with friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dear God. It does it's in, something in it. It's something, something because I've never seen it. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think Knut, who's producing here, is a carrier. So we're just, we're, we're, we're basically in an <laughs> argument right now. We're just I'm trying not to breathe this way. These Norwegians, they fly over here from Oslo <laughs> carrying the virus. The, where are you today? On the farm? Yeah, I'm on the farm, man. I got all the all the girls are at home. Uh, it was, uh, you know, we got one out of college, but she's around here. She's working for me now, actually, and one's a senior in college out in L.A. But they canceled their spring break, so they came. She came home, but they're going to uh, cancel the Friday. year. It sounds like, yep. Oh yeah, yeah. They're 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 all canceling, and um, so uh, so 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 yeah, we're. Uh, we're sheltering in place. And know? are they are they behaving? Are they being millennials and going out and partying? Or are they behaving? You know, you know, pre- behaving pretty pretty well. They would, the, the first day here was oh, we get to go to the mall, and you know, and I said, look, I I'm really not worried about you getting it, but I I don't I don't want to get it. So yeah. they they uh, they got it. So how yeah, old are you? Been, they've been staying put. I'm fifty five. Fifty five. So this is the podcasts are even hard at your age. <laughs> All right, we'll go slow. That's right. We'll go That's slow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, please. 
please. The, uh, we're almost the same age. We talk a lot. I haven't talked in a while. This is like, uh, this has been something that I've watched you write about. Well, we both kind of know this stuff happens. You yeah. have been talking about the narrative for a while. I think the, the virus tipped your narrative. But um, I have so much to talk about. But let's first just spend as much time as you like introducing yourself and what you're doing now and a little bit about your background. Sure. So, you know, I've, I've done a lot of different things, Howard. I, I was a, a an academic, you know, professor for 10 years and, you know, I was, did statistics <laughs> Where was and that? game theory and stuff. I got my PhD at, at, at Harvard, you know, or, you know, in Boston, as, 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 as we say, because, you know, you don't. That's like you, you ASU. Harvard's like ASU. Harvard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's the it's the ASU of the of the Northeast. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I taught at NYU and then uh, down in Dallas uh, at SMU uh, for, for for ten years. Uh, you know, left academia to to start a software company. Got into investing, uh, but the 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 common thread through all this. And I think you mentioned something about this earlier. Is that I've always been interested in what I'll call as unstructured data, meaning narratives, the stories that we uh, that, that we have swimming away that we swim in. Right? I mean, that's this is the the, the ocean, the water in which we swim is the the you know, stories and, and, and narratives. So um, you know, whether the software company or investing or you know doing what I'm doing now, which is just publishing, writing, and, and research on this, that, that's always what I've been focused on. And, and today, you are... Today, tell a little bit, people, about Epsilon Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Epsilon Theory was, I don't know what you'd call it, a blog, a letter I started writing about seven years ago. Uh, to, what does it mean again, uh, Epsilon Theory? So, so Epsilon is... You know, we're all familiar with alpha and beta in, right. in the investment world, right? So you right. talk about your portfolio, you talk about, oh, did I get alpha, you know, beating the market, or, oh, am I getting beta, you know, am I just going along with the market up or down? Well, there's a, there's a third Greek letter in that equation of portfolio returns that people don't ever think about it. It's the epsilon term. It's alpha plus beta plus epsilon. And epsilon is used in all these econometric equations. It's your error term. It's everything that's left over after you've done your models for alpha and beta. You know, whatever's left over is called error. Right? And that's, so it's, it's just tagged into the, this epsilon term. And what I think the truth is, is that so much of, well, really everything about uh, behavior, the strategic interaction of people, playing the player and not just playing the cards, mm -hmm. you know, that's all in this error term. That's all in this epsilon term. And, you know, it's not error at all, Howard. It's, this is the, the way that, that human beings talk to each other, communicate with each other, are hardwired and trained to respond to the way we talk to each other, the games that we play, man, that has more to decide, you know, what happens in markets than, you know, whatever your model is of, you know, discounted free cash flows, right? I'm of that opinion. always have. That's what keeps me excited about getting up every day, competing against the criminals. The, the um, you know, I assume the game is rigged. 
and therefore, I guess I am an epsilon. I guess I guess I'm an epsilon person. You are an epsilon person. Look, I've always said there's alpha one. in your eyes and ears, but I think I'm more of an epsilon <laughs> person. Meaning, you know, I always hated satiric. I studied economics, and it was always, you know, the fucking professors were throwing satiris paribus, and I go, if you're going to do that, why even teach me anything? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, like, that's right. Because satiris paribus it, is everything. It all is other things right? being equal makes no sense. All other things being equal makes no sense, right? Because no so sense. It, it really is like the the old poker saying, right? That it's not just playing the cards; mm-hmm. it's also playing the player. And and you and I both know that in any sort of I'll call it social market, because what I'm talking about goes beyond investing; it also goes into politics, mm-hmm. right? Which is another social market that we have. So much about this is playing the player, mm-hmm. right? It's not just the fundamentals, not just the cards you're dealt. It's, it's really playing the player. So, so that's you know that's what I try to you know write about and, and do research on is both to be a better game player for this game of markets or the the, the game of elections, mm-hmm. uh, but also just to realize you know this shit's going on because that's you know that's the other poker saying right that if you don't know who the sucker is at the table after 30 minutes, man, it's you. You're yeah. the sucker. Well, I write that on my forehead every day. The, uh, <laughs> what uh, I do, I mean, listen, if you go in knowing you're the sucker, you have a better chance. You yeah, know? that's right. No, just recognizing that everyone's, that you're being played, yeah. right? Everyone is trying to play you. Yeah. And if you just recognize that and you don't take it into your heart of hearts to think that this other market or election participant is, oh, they really are your buddy or your friend, yeah. you know? Just recognizing that makes a huge difference. It made a huge difference for me. Now, what is, are you managing money right now or basically running the business only? I I, I swore a vow to my, you know, partner, Rusty Gwynn. You know, we, we, we ran 40 Act Mutual Funds at the firm we were at before. Uh, you know, I ran a pretty decent-sized hedge fund before that. And, you know, we kind of swore a vow that we're not ever going to do that again. Uh, so we're, we're, we're registered to um, not to manage money directly. I, I don't want to manage OPM, you know, other people's money ever again, mm-hmm. right? What, what I do want to do is sell, you know, my advice or my signals or our research to other people who do manage, let other them do what money. they will with it. Exactly. And exactly. So, you, so that's what I like doing. it. That's kind of where I'm at. Although Charlie and I are a compound advisor, so Charlie is. Uh, we are. Uh, we got our licenses and everything, so Charlie's doing that now. Tell me, do you remember the first time you panicked, either as an investor or as a uh, fund manager? Yeah. The the the. I mean, I, it's hard for me to remember the first time, right? Because but we something all that just do. is staggered. Okay, so yes, we all do it. So do you remember something all, where it all, just shook you? We all do it, and, and and well, the first time I remember thinking, you know, like where you were personally thinking, I'm screwed. panicking, yeah, panicking seriously was, um, you know, I was I was just an analyst, right? So so you know, we just started our hedge fund, and you know, as part of a larger firm, and. You know, I was talking to the guy who, who who ran the firm, and he was he was telling me about how that getting a reputation as a panicker that it's the one thing you can't 
do when you're on the on on the on the buy side, right? Run, running a hedge fund, uh, because if you if that's your reputation, then you know everyone else who's giving you money will will, will stop giving you money. Mm-hmm. It's the it's it's it you you it's the one thing you can't. Yeah, it's the whole line, you know, never let them see you sweat, right? You can't project an image of panicking. So even if you're panicking on the inside, right, which which we all do from time to time, right? It's like, oh, my, oh, shit, I've got this exposure. I'm leaning this way, and the, the world is zagging the other way. You know, you can't you can't show it. You can't show it both in your demeanor, and you certainly can't show it in your trades, Right, because that's the other part about playing the player. Everyone is watching you when you're managing money, and if you if you start trading in a panicky fashion, I promise you it gets picked up by other people, and then they position themselves just to just to just to obliterate you. In right? the big boys' so, world, but do you remember a time when you just barfed it up and panicked or uh, gave in? to your panic? Uh, it, the, so the, I've been, the, the only time I've kind of given in on panic, right? Cause I, let me set the stage a little bit. So, so, so my antenna are wired as a short seller. Got it. Right. So you're so, kind so, of a, you look at the world half empty. Oh yeah. Or, yeah. you know, more than complete half opposite. empty, right? Yeah. Co- so, co- I'm, right? so I'm half full. You're more than half empty. Got it. Yep. I should yeah, have framed yeah, that. Yeah. Should so, have framed that because that's people need to have contact. Why I like you? Because uh, I don't get offended. Because I want to hear the narratives from the other side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Right. So, and and so, now were you so, dropped so, as a child, or do you, when did you develop this pessimism? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I tell you what. It's from. It's from. Uh, I didn't. I didn't start off in. And, and I don't think you did either. I, I didn't start off in in. Well, I, I wasn't raised not as a child. As a child, I was I was raised in just safety and bliss, right? So yeah. so it was you know it wasn't like I you know had to to look for uh, you, you know reasons to be optimistic. I, I mean, it was just it was you, just, you know I, idyllic growing yeah. up, right? Yeah. And and. What I didn't do, though, is I didn't start off in Wall Street because I didn't start off on the sell side. Because what you see so often in Wall Street is that if you're on the sell side, you know, we call it the sell side because you're selling. (laughs) And to sell, you have to be positive. You are selling. You get here's here's why you need to buy. Yeah. Here's why you all, you know, you must believe, you know, drink always, the Kool-Aid. You must believe, right? And so, so I didn't come out of that. I never worked on Wall Street. I never worked on the sell side. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was never steeped in this um, business necessity of always looking and communicating the the the, the, the upside of things, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, you know, in 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 my investing. Usually when the, you know, it's the old song, I'm only happy when it rains, right? I, mm-hmm. I mean, when the world is collapsing, I'm making money. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, that doesn't mean I haven't just panicked sometimes. It, it would, the times when I've panicked has been on the opposite side, uh-huh. when there's some rumor or some news that, oh, uh, this company, I'm short, you know, 
Salesforce or somebody like that. Oh, they're, they're going to be bought or there's, you know, there's some takeout rumor in the, you know, the guys who are short Tesla recently have been, you know, certainly experiencing this, right? Yep. And, you know, not the last two months, but the three months before that. Well, the three months before that, you blew yourself up. Like if you're honest, you blew, you blew yourself, yourself up. up right? I don't believe anybody, you know, you can't be a professional money and, manager and, and, and have a position go that far against you. Well, that's the thing, because when, when a short goes against you, <laughs> the position gets bigger. Yeah. The position gets bigger. I mean, I mean that, that's not just, a small thing. It's the only thing that people, just stank. I mean, I did it, tried because, it. I just couldn't deal you're, with you're, the infinity losses, side. I couldn't deal with the infinity. That's right. That's, and that's, that's why it freaks you out, right? Yeah. Because, and, and people don't think about that because, you know, if you're, if you're naturally long the world, you know, you own a stock and it goes down. Well, the good news is that position just got smaller. Yeah. Right? But, you know, if you're shorting something, it goes against you. You wake up the next day, it's bigger. And now if it goes against you, it's going to hurt you even more. Yeah. So, you know. It's like marriage. <laughs> that's right, that's right. You can't get out, right? Yeah, you got a bigger gotta, web of nightmarish. Yeah, I've been doing this in the show. It's okay. Okay, in that, in that, the truth. Yeah. So um, the panicking for me has been when I'm in a situation where fuck, I know I'm right about this company. I know I'm right, and yet I'm getting my teeth kicked in. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck do I do? And the thing you have to do is you got to get out. Protect the mother. You got to get out. Gotta you got to get out. You, you can't exactly. You can't because that was the other big lesson that the 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 guy who you know had started this firm, this bigger firm, where I was you know started my rinky dingle hedge fund at the time. Mm-hmm. That was that was the other lesson he had. It's also a good poker lesson, right? Which is that you always have to live to fight another day. Mm-hmm. That in this business of investing. You know, it's you can't ever, not ever, go all in. Do not ever go all in. And and I tried telling people that you know, kind of getting into the business, and because they think that 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 oh, I got to take these big swings, and I'm going to put all my chips on the table for something I really know is right. Mm -hmm. And that's that's idiocy. It really is, Howard. In, at least in public markets, you should never. Especially ever it's for rich people, anyway. So why would you go ever risk it all? So the public market is a place to learn about yourself. It's kind of like, uh, like I said, I, I look at it as completely behavioral. For anybody who doesn't do it, they're 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 taking away so much out of their life to learn about themselves. But yes, number one lesson: live. Yes, there's no reason to kill to yourself fight in another the market. Day. Yes, yes, always yes. live to fight another day because because there will be another day and, and the opportunity say, machine. The markets are opportunity it, it machines. It is. It is constantly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't ever go all in. Don't trust Whitey. You, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, live to fight another day. What? Uh, so, so looking at the world through your lens, uh, let's just go right yeah. to it then. Let's go right. This is. Is, this is to me, maybe because I was selling on the way up and felt pretty dumb about selling stuff like Lulu at 190, 220, 230. And by the time, you know, it was 260, maybe I should have just gone short. I don't know how to go short. So by the time I just keep feeding and then eventually I have mm-hmm. one share left. Like there's a lot of companies that have mm-hmm. like 100 shares over the years and then I never sell them. 
And then I'm not a quant, so I leave. Do you really never sell it? Do you I really let, never sell I it? I let the the stock take me out. But in a market like this, now I'm cleaning up a lot of stocks uh, with small positions that I just got taken out and it just was too late. You know, I'm not a quant, so they didn't hit, you know, automatic bids. So, yeah, yeah, there's there's times where I just, you know, I own 10 or 20 core positions, but I'll have, you know, in this market, I had like 30 extra tiny positions going that just kept mm-hmm. going up. So, you know, they're not significant, but when they drop 50%, it's significant. And, yeah. um, but not enough to like make me lose sleep. You know, I, I lose sleep for other people because I get their questions all the time. And so many people are always mispositioned both on the way. They're just not being honest with what their true goals in the market are. But I've never seen, that's the idea of Panic with Friends came about. I'm really, I guess we were due but I've never seen markets go from all-time, I see stocks go from all-time highs to 52-week lows all the time. It's not fun, but it's company-related or industry-related or never market-related. And this is market-related, meaning the indexes are now down 30% as we speak. So the average stock is down 50 to 60% or the median. You know, most of the stocks in my portfolio are down 50, 60%. And, you know, now I'm trying to put in context do I care to where's the right time to leg in? Because I know certain companies are consumer brands and they'll be back assuming the market's open and, you know, malls open again at some point and, you know, not everybody goes out of business, which they will obviously. But at the same time, I'm trying to put my head around the unknown and the switching of narratives, which is your thing. So let's talk about the narrative and where we are today. So here's the thing. So so the narrative and the way it really impacts markets. When people talk about a multiple, uh-huh. you know, you know what multiple are you giving to the market or what multiple are you giving to this company, right? Mm-hmm. A growth company or what whatever. Multiple is story. Multiple is story. Uh-huh. Right? And 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 so mood mood right and now, story, yeah. Yeah, what we're seeing right now in markets is so the uh, let's call it the you know the price earnings multiple that you're seeing on stuff. First of all, everyone's taking their the e of that down, and dropping it to zero. Right? Yeah. So 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 the fundamentals are going way down, and mm-hmm. for a lot of stuff, and this is the unknown, right? <laughs> you, you know, there is no what is the recovery for the global travel and tourism industry? Yeah, right? Too hard to game I, right I, now. I, it's impossible to gain. I, I mean, I, you know, is there a cruise industry when this is all done? I don't no. know. Never should have been. Right? I, I'm it, indifferent. Uh, I, look, I, I am too, but I'm using the cruise industry. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you. It always because, made me mad. Okay, I never did the family but, cruises. Just it was a germ don't, fest. Don't say cruise industry. Say, say, is, 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 say, replace cruise industry with Thailand. Right, because yeah. I, I some some enormous portion of of Thailand's GDP is is travel oh. and tourism. Oh. Yeah, okay. Right, so you you know, does Thailand come back? You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Right, so so so, you know, wherever we're talking about, whether we're talking about airlines, whether we're talking about travel and tourism, whether we're talking about, um, you know. Auto, what, whatever it is that you're talking about, people are worried about the E mm-hmm. in the in the, in the price earnings. Uh-huh. But 
but it's more than that, right? Because what, what, what people are also talking about, okay, what's the story, what's the multiple that you get on that E? Mm-hmm. What's the multiple that you get on that E? And because what we're seeing today as, as a result of, of as the cat, being a catalyst, being catalyzed by this virus, mm-hmm. is not just the end of this 40-year trend towards globalization. We're seeing it reverse. We're seeing it reverse. You're seeing European countries shut their borders with each other. You're seeing every country in the world shut off from each other. You're seeing China is now blaming the U.S. for this disease starting. We're going to start blaming China for it starting. That's absolutely coming, by the way. I thought I it mean, was already a theme on Fox. I thought it was. Yeah, a... yeah it is on fire. It's going to get louder, yeah. right? And it's going to be, okay, well... But to get reelected, that's his only chance right now. Is we built a wall, and next time we're going to build a dome. A dome, right? So, so But if we're... If, but, but this is going to be true for whoever's elected yeah. in November, Howard. I mean, we're all going to start talking about, well, we can't have our pharmaceuticals made in China anymore. You know, we can't have anything... No, this is All bad for China. Stuff, this is bad for China at that level. Well, but, that, but but here's the thing: it's not just bad for China; it's bad for S and P 500 companies. Yeah, yeah, right. Because th- there has been this tailwind for every S and P 500 company in, out there, of you know, move to cheaper labor, you know, globalization, supply chains, all this shit. That's all coming to an end, Howard. And and so that when that story breaks. And it goes, starts going the other way, and it is. It's not just that the earnings are going to be lower, in many cases, I think permanently lower. It's that the story, the multiple you get on those earnings, is also going to be lower. And it's that level of thinking, right? Right now, everybody's going through, okay, what's going to be the earnings hit for, um, you, know, you know, Apple, and how long is that earnings hit going to last? What I'm saying to you is that's the first order of thinking. The second order of thinking is, okay, how is the story about Apple going to change? Apple, the company, I mean, mm-hmm. right? It, 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 and that the, so the multiple you're going to get on, on earnings if you're Apple, that's also going to change. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I think – so when you're looking at these levels, you can say of, of prices, you say, oh, shit, I've got to get – I've got to buy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, on some stuff, you know, whatever, you know, Procter and Gamble. I don't know what it is you'd be looking at. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is that, is that what is going to take place over the next couple of really years is a re, you call it a re-rating, a re-rating of debt, a re-rating of the story that we have around earnings and corporations. Yeah. So this is. It's heavy duty. Yeah, it's heavy duty. I look at the world so differently, meaning I'm looking for price. So at some point, certain companies that I follow will just spring up. It could be, it's nothing I see right now except Zoom. So it's like everybody already knows that. So that's not Everybody right. knows that. Right. Uh, all price or DocuSign too. or, but all the open, open source software stocks that I thought would be somewhat bulletproof are going down mainly because I'm sure the, the world's factoring in that their small customers will all be out of business. So it's very hard to game it in a down market, a fast market. So, but I'm quite confident on a relative strength basis, certain companies will persevere so that, you know, that's where I don't get bogged down in the Boeings and the buybacks. And even though I love joking about it, cause these companies are just so poorly managed for these type of events 
this is when I respect Apple, like second order. They're they're probably I'm, at I'm, second order. I'm, I'm I'm with you a thousand percent. They're they're I'm with it at second percent. order, but at the same time, I'm going to have trouble. Like you're right. Like this, you know, the stock fell to one forty when the U.S. was closed, and we were worrying about China. Well, this time it's actually a China problem. They actually got to get their ass in gear and get out of China, and they actually had to close stores. So could the stock? Yep go break 2018 lows and go below 140? Absolutely. So that's the way I look at it. That's the context I look at it. So I'm trying to like, but at the same time, I get out of bed every morning going, oh, the sun, because I live in Arizona, not uh, a farm. Uh, the sun's always shining. So sun's I'm, always shining, Arizona, yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, so this is, and have you noticed, because your narrative is switching to you, it's, it's, it's fulfilling, because I know you've, you've, you've kind of been, you know, you have some unstructured data that you use. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So what what we do is 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 and, and anybody can do this, right? It, it, because you've had this enormous change in just the raw amount of computing processing power that's available today, mm-hmm. right? So the, so the the research we're doing is it's really the same research. Actually, it's exactly the same research I was doing thirty years ago on my on my dissertation. Right, except then I was hiring, you know, undergrads to go read microfiche, and you know, I'm, you know, programming in Pascal on some, you know, digital equipment mini frame, mm-hmm. and you know, those words I just use will mean nothing to, you know, more than half of your audience. But the, uh, but, but what's changed today is that it's it, a, it's big data, and that's good because you know, I can just plug in to Dow Jones or I can plug in to LexisNexis or Thomson Reuters, and I can get a copy of everything that was published in the world you know, over the last 24 hours. I can get a transcript of everything that was said in the world over the last 24 hours. And that's that's amazing, but what's really amazing is that I can plug into AWS or Azure and I can get as many computing processing flops as I want to do the reading of that for me. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It is it is liter- it, it it transforms so much of what just is possible. Yeah. Just what's possible. Oh. It's not just big data, it's big compute. That is just changing so, everything. So there you go, right there. You're you're bullish on something that's coming, which is a is big computes. Howard, be part I'm of, very I'm very optimistic. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not cornering you in anything. I'm just, where we're going. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just you're just uh, from a nervous because you meant you're looking out at the bigger picture. You can see the crumbling of the of the of of the old narrative, and the new narrative. I can see take the crumbling time. of the story, right? I mean, I mean, and you look at, you know, what's driving... And I said this to, I said this to, so, I said this, sorry to interrupt, I said this before, it's like, just when you thought it was safe <laughs> to go to bed, you know, just when you thought, oh, millennials, they're experienced people, you know what I mean? Like, it was just a I foregone do. conclusion that millennials are going to be not about owning things, but about experiencing life. And the most safe company... And I even said that the company that could be the largest of all time is Airbnb. There is literally a chance that that company, I don't know their- Goes away. There is literally a chance that that company could go away. And I literally, I don't know the rules and like how it works with them protecting hosts. And they just got thrown a curve 
The no, that's like, how do you deal with that curve? I don't even know the scale at which they're running and the curveball thrown to them. I guess it's lucky they're private, but if they're a public company, it'd be down 70%. So, so, so the way you deal with it as a human, as, as like an investor, or so, I, I don't know how you deal with it if you're like you're their company, if you're like the CEO of Airbnb, right. because you have gone all in on that company, right? Yeah. But, but as an investor, again, it gets back to what we're saying. You always have to live to fight another day. Yeah. That, that you don't go all in on anything, you know, not even like an Airbnb, right? Which you say, yeah. oh my God, how can this miss? You know, the universe just has a way of making you look like a fucking fool yeah. whenever you say, oh, this can't miss, and I want to go all in. To me, it felt like the better Uber, like the better business model, you know, better nodes, you know, uh, you know diversified across the globe. Yada, yada, yada. A fucking virus brings it to its knees. Yeah. And right. uh, an inanimate, I don't know what you call it. It's not inanimate. But uh, I don't know anything about viruses. But like, I mean, that's why I love the markets. Like, you can, t you know, I don't love this part of it because we've got to deal with companies running out of cash and markets are, are closing yep. and there's the second orders of my job, which is, okay, I have a day job, which is call the CEOs and help them, uh, you know, the ones that, that need help. Uh you know, get in there and help them do the hard work. So that's the day job. And then the other job is like protecting the nest egg mm -hmm. and making sure there's food in the fridge. And, you know, so for the second order derivative of my business is like, what's going to happen? I was thinking today about Silicon Valley Bank and I was like, everybody relies on Silicon Valley Bank in my business. Like there's not that yep. many lenders for, you know, for debt. And if they, if you know, I'm watching their stock, and they're they're levered heavily to the Silicon Valley and the Airbnbs of the world, which were like no risk on their balance sheet for years, maybe. I don't know if that's on their balance, but you know what I mean. Thousands of I do. Silicon I do. Valley. So all of a sudden they How have. Is, a, this is worse than a wait for a Silicon Valley bank in a sense because because there's thousands of startups that, that have debt with them that may not make it. Um, whereas in 08, yeah. technology was going, and I'm sure it'll be fine, but I don't know what price you can buy Silicon Valley Bank at because it's so levered to uh, Well, that's the word. I was hoping you'd use that word, right? Because it, 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 it's always, you know, it's, it, it's always the leverage that kills you. And, and it's, it, it, look, leverage is the way you make great fortunes, right? Mm -hmm. It really is. Or stealing. It's leverage. Or stealing, right? But yeah. it, it, leverage is the legal way to make a great fortune, mm -hmm. right? And and but if you're levered to the wrong thing at the wrong time, if you've gone all in, mm -hmm. right, with, with, in a, to a sector, to a whatever it is, you know that that's what's going to kill you one day. Would you rather back someone who's blown up. up levered or someone who hasn't blown up levered? Do you think that's a a, a trait that you want someone? I guess it's each case would be different, but like, you know, if someone's bankrupt once in their life, would so you? I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I, I don't know anyone who has had a great idea or a decent company who's ever blown up in an unlevered position, right? That, that's, what you, that's what you're seeing in markets today, right? So, so, so last week, the big news on markets for me was not that the market was down a lot and then we, you know, went up a lot right on the last day. Well, it went up in the last the, half hour, but yeah. The last half hour. The, the, the equity moves weren't the real news last week. The, the, the crazy thing last week was that even as the market was going down, so were bonds. 
Yeah, that was the news yesterday. So Charlie was Treasury. saying that. He was like, dude, we got to get like 0% interest rates. I don't, negative is not a business. Well, see, but see, here's what's going on. And you know what else went down last week when the, you know, the world's Bitcoin. coming apart? Bitcoin's down and gold is down. Yeah, but that's that's right? I, I, but that I've seen throughout a few panics in my but, life but, where everything but, but, but goes he, for liquidity. But that's it, right? What was happening last week is people were selling everything. And yeah. what that means is people are not reducing their net exposure, right? When 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 something like this hits and you know, in running a hedge fund, you 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 learn this really quickly, you've got to be there. Meaning you can't, you can't catch up to it in your net exposure. You can't have something like this hit and you say, oh, I'm going to catch up. I'm going to now short the market after it's down 10% to lower my net exposure. Right? You, you'll, you'll get, you just get whipsawed that way because the next day it'll be up. Well, you, know, you still have a trade that you got to take off, put it that way. You're still trading because you got to take one side off. You're still off trading, right? Yeah. It, this is what I'm saying, right? What you got to do is you got to reduce your gross exposure, which is what I do on the way up. So I mean, I I, I swear to good God, for you. well, good for me. It's still not fun. Like I try and teach people that my strategy is not perfect. You give back a lot at the end, Absolutely. but you don't go out of business. You don't go out of business. You don't go all in because yeah. if you don't take it off as you're going up, if you if you st- because this is what a lot of people do, and you know this, right? They don't just kind of let it ride. They add to it. They lever up. Well, the best parameters lever up and then, then take it off. But yes, you can lever up as a tactic, not as a strategy. And that's the thing I also say. It's a, leverage thing, is a great right? tactic, not a light strategy. It is. It's like I say, that's how you get rich. You get that's why rich I never understood leverage. the Trump thing. Everybody gets mad at me. And I'm like, no. I blows up once. I get it. Blows up twice. Levered. I don't get it. Blows up six times. Levered. Don't get it. Why are we giving him the keys to the country? He's, you know, the odds that he could blow it, that he cares enough not to blow it up. Listen, I, I, that's I always what bothered me. Is like what happens. I remember, I remember, you know, you know, you get these. I get called a liberal just for just for picking on the person. I know, it's, 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 it's like, like would right? I so give Donald be, Trump money of mine to manage? Never. And if I did, I, I would have cut yep. my losses after seventy percent, and probably not got the thirty percent wired back to me for some reason, and that would have been it. I remember getting a prospectus from the Trump guys from you know his one of their it was yeah, his Atlantic stock. City casinos, yeah. right? Yeah. So they were doing a financing. DJT. I, I took, I took a meeting. Symbol. I took a meeting with them, you know, because they were doing they were doing the offering, and it was it was unintentionally on their part, but it was hilarious, right? I was in there with like two other hedge fund guys and we walk out and we are laughing. We are la- I mean, it was, it was a complete clown show. Yeah. Uh, just, just clowns. Yeah. Right. And, and, but you know, you can, you can rail about this all you want you no, know, today and, and nobody, nobody gives a shit. No one gives a shit, including me. I, I'm, I'm over it. I don't like the, as an American myself, I am too, Howard. I'm I know you over are. It. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. so over it. No, I know right? you're I going mean, local. Gotta, you're going you, lives now. Three, four months ago, you went. Let's go local. Uh, I'm with you. Yep. I think this is this is a great thing for America and the world if we get through. It's kind of like World War Three. Uh, we're all kind of fighting the same thing. Uh, the aftermath will be ugly because the pointing fingers is inevitable, um, which is what you and I hate. But that's part of the narrative yep. that we'll build. The next narrative is finger pointing, I guess you would say. 
Or have you thought uh, through just, what I the next wanna narrative get, will be? I just want to get through this, man. I just, okay, I just, so well, I agree with that strategy. I don't, you know I don't what? want us to be Italy. Yeah. I don't want us to be, I know you go over to Italy all the time, Howard. No, you it's a really, I'm talking to all my friends. And you know what? That's what Brad Feld said this weekend. The idea is 90 days, let's flatten the curve and get through this, and then we'll worry about the next. I don't even know if it's flat. I don't know if we can or is, but uh, the odds of us flattening the curve are low because of the way we're set up. So the question is, what's the damage? And you're right, 60, 90 day tactically survive and then get back to business. Is that kind right of the way you're, is that the way you're thinking about it? Ab- absolutely. And it's, and it's local action, right? It's helping your neighbor. It, you know, a yep. lot of people, it's, you know, closing schools, closing businesses and stuff like that. You got to help your local, it's not even like a food bank, right? I mean, we got to get, we, we got to get meals to kids and yep. it, there's, there are so many places where we can really make a difference right now. Yeah. Right now. And yeah. That's, that's what we all got to do. All right. Well, all I can do is podcast. I have very little skills. <laughs> so this is huge. <laughs> the, uh, well, I, I love your we work. All do our part, Obviously, we all do our part. I spread the gospel all the time. You were very early on this local, you know, let's stop, you know, four or five months ago, you were like, enough. We're just going to go deal yep. with it our own way. And you didn't know the virus, but uh, the virus has come and local's never been more important and being at home. So hopefully we turn this mess into a positive uh, and we'll pick up on the narrative on, on the next uh, upswing with you. So say hi to Rusty and uh, and take care of the family. And Thanks, brother. You stay safe, all right? All right. See you, Ben. Bye. Canute. Well, there you have it. Always has a fantastic perspective. That fantastic. guy is brilliant. I forgot to bring up the context that he likes to look at the world. Yeah. That it's going to end, but doesn't want it to end. You know what I mean? He just knows people blow shit up. Yep. And uh, it's a tough way to live. I couldn't live the way he lives with all that going on in his head. But about literally about five months ago, he just started saying, fuck it. You know, there's a lot of shit we can get done. Well, these knuckleheads on both sides get nothing done. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what's got to happen unfortunately i'm just too selfish to care about anybody but myself <laughs> go wash your hands all right, all right well. we will be back with the uh next panic with friends in a few minutes and thanks everybody for listening